You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Hey, Yoni Coders. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) We're agreeing that this will forever be an awkward introduction. So take it or leave it, love it or hate it. You're with us or you're not. Um, But the show must go on. So (laughs) welcome. Today, we have a riveting conversation for you. In true Yoni Code fashion, we like to take what's relevant in our lives, the things that we are actually moving through or have just sort of recently moved through and bring them to our community because we know if we're experiencing it, that there's a hell of a lot of people who are also experiencing it as well. And through these conversations, we uncover the Yoni code. The Yoni code is what frees us from some of the things that we face as, as women. And it really like ignites the the magic that we are and brings us back to all of who we are so we can show up in the world in all of our beautiful, delicious essence. So today we're talking about killing the martyr. And I'm sure that everybody has experienced martyrdom in their life in some way or another, because I know this is really prevalent (laughs) for both of us. And Um, It's a continual process of evolution through it. So, yeah, it's a continuous process of unlearning these patterns that are generational, multi-generational, especially through the maternal lineage in -hmm. terms of transmuting this martyrdom that shows up in our lives oftentimes when we don't really expect it. Yeah. And yeah, and we today specifically we want to speak to the martyr that shows up within us when we're having conflict, when conflict arises in our relationships, whether it's our friendships, business partnerships, and relationships with our lovers. (laughs) (laughs) And our children too. It can happen there too. Absolutely. Um, Especially when you're speaking to teenagers. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) there's so many different facets of the martyr complex and yeah yeah, I think this is this is a a a juicy one um Mm -hmm. can you actually share the oracle card that you pulled as you were navigating (laughs) through this situation because it's so good and it speaks to this so well yes so this this week um we not we (laughs) Well, yeah, we, as in Melissa and I did have a conversation a little bit about something I was moving through. And I shared with her that as part of my process of, of moving through this, I turned to my starseed Oracle deck for some guidance 
um, to sort of pull me out of this space that I was existing in. And what would you know, but I pulled this amazing card that spoke to me immediately. And it's the empathic starseed card. And right underneath empathic starseed, it says here, energetic sovereignty, absorbing what's not yours. Mm. and that that really sums it up right there absorbing what's not yours that is the martyr right there yeah and when I read this to myself I I teared up that's often how energy moves through me is through tears but I also felt this like exhale my whole body relaxed and released and I was like oh right perhaps some of this energy that I'm feeling that's moving through my body, perhaps some of this doesn't belong to me. And maybe I took on more than I needed to in this interaction. Perhaps I am playing the martyr. Mm. Oh, that just gives me chills. And now let's kill the bitch. (laughs) Yeah, let's kill her. (laughs) Softly, lovingly, (laughs) we appreciate you. We know that you have been there to serve a purpose, but you got to (laughs) go. But you got to go. And you know what I find even more fascinating that this specific exchange that I had that sort of turned into a lot more within me than than it needed to now in retrospect, I was actually trying not to be the martyr I was actually speaking my truth in the moment Mm. and I didn't but I didn't receive the response back that I expected Mm -hmm. and that is what threw me and I'm like whoa 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 we cannot control other people's energy I was holding my own I thought I was being sovereign in my energy there but the response received was not what I expected and that threw me for a loop so I'm like oh there's some healing to do here this is uncomfortable let's dive in (laughs) yeah yeah and this is where we had that really beautiful conversation um Mm. this morning and we're like we need to record this um yeah because this is just one of the ways that the martyr shows up in conflict there's so many different ways that she shows up. Like, it's like, you think that you're, you're in your power and you're expressing your boundaries lovingly and you're doing all the things. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, I've just taken on somebody else's energy. And then Mm -hmm. it, it it sends you into this like downward spiral of doubting yourself. Right. And wondering if you did something wrong. And I mean, I certainly have been in this situation before and it sucks because I have actually lost a relationship or two from the silent treatment, from not receiving any response, which I think is the worst kind of response is the no response. Um, Because that's where your mind really just runs with it. Your ego takes it and spins all sorts of tales. And that I think is one of the hardest and it takes a lot to be like, I recognize that you're not speaking to me. I recognize that, you know, your, your way of communicating is to not communicate. And this is how it's making me feel like this is, this Mm -hmm. is hurting me. And to even say that, like I was in a time in my life where that wasn't available to me. 
And it's, it, it's vulnerable. It's it puts vulnerable. you in a, because you've already been hurt. And then putting that out there puts you in a place to be hurt again. And yeah. maybe even, even deeper this time. Yeah. Well, in my, like I've worked with so many women who have such a hard time expressing boundaries and having hard yet simple communications with people that are close to them because there is a fear that they will be abandoned. There is a fear that they will be hated, that mm-hmm. it will be received kindly or with love or compassion. And it, I, I think this is why it's so hard as women to have boundaries. Like, I feel like this kind of comes into like the boundaries. Oh, yeah. Uh, realms, right? It's like, it's hard to hold boundaries because we don't know how other people are going to receive them. So then we don't want to have them because what if, what if it goes bad? I'd rather people please. I'd rather you be happy. I'd rather give myself my energy, open myself up to you completely. And you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to say anything than to risk standing up for yourself, lovingly holding a boundary, like being in your courageous self to have the hard conversation and trust that whatever is meant to happen is going to happen because you cannot control what another person is going to say or do or not do. The only person you have that um, control over is yourself. And it's yourself. yeah, Yeah. And how are you going to take on the response, whether it's a lash out, whether it's a nothing, a silence, or somewhere in between, how are you going to take that in yourself? And what are you going to make that mean about yourself? Exactly. And, and that is, that was the lesson from this experience for me. It was like, okay, the, I made that step. I made that risk mm-hmm. of speaking my truth of sort of defending myself when in the past, I just would have taken on the criticism and fixed it like oh I'm sorry I shouldn't have done it that way let me fix it where as I chose this time to to explain actually there was intention behind why I did it that way mm-hmm. and which already felt like a big step mm-hmm. and then when it wasn't received the way I expected I took that and ran with it in a, a whole different direction and that is where I got destabilized with my energy. Mm-hmm. and it was like and I could see it happening to my it was like almost like a from above like I could see this happening and I, it was really difficult for me to get out of this overthinking loop yeah um because I was like oh I said too much I'm I made a mistake I should have abandoned myself mm-hmm. instead of instead of standing up for myself because now I'm going to get embedded it's like that that fear of, yeah, it was, it would have almost been easier to not say anything at all. And I would have avoided this whole scenario. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't have been true. That wouldn't have been true to myself and it would have been long-term. It would have been damaging to this relationship. Yeah. And to your relationship with yourself, right? Like every time we turn our back on ourselves and we don't and we abandon ourselves in a sense. It's like we are losing trust in ourselves. It's like somewhere inside of you is a little girl, that inner child that really needs you to be the strong one, the courageous one, the parent to, you know, take the lead in life. And when we don't do that, it it can feel 
really, really hard. Like it, it can feel like you're moving through You're not only like potentially risking um, the damage of a relationship, but it's the damage of a relationship with yourself as well, which mm-hmm. I think is the worst part, right? Because if you can't trust yourself, then you can't really trust anybody. Totally. It makes it really hard to do that. And this is like, I mean, I obviously feel this situation so much because I feel like I've been in it. Um, I've been in this. I, I know this feeling. And this is like the card that you had picked, the empathic starseed, and mm-hmm. all about, you know, being in energetic sovereignty and how you let these little things slide. And all of a sudden, you know, a day, two days, three days, four days goes by, and you've just been in this like tailspin giving so much of your time, your energy away, trying to fix it mentally. When the only thing that will fix it is either a conversation or you really choosing to come back to yourself Mm -hmm. and remember what's true about you. Right. And a sense like making a choice to kill the martyr in this situation. Totally. And there was like, I I would love to share like some, some, physical practices too to to help that helped me come back to myself yeah. how did you kill the mark how did you kill the martyr yeah <laughs> well first of all like I did do I I did pull the card and then I the the star seed soul inquiry in the book um really resonated with me like how can you take better care of yourself energetically and in at this time I had already done something to help move my energy the first thing was I, I canceled an appointment with you. Actually, I, I canceled our, our podcast recording for that day. Thankfully, that was the only thing on my schedule. I cleared my schedule. Of course, that may not be accessible to everyone that has a situation like this arise, but I was not in the right headspace to, to work. So I, I was able to clear my schedule and allow myself time and space to just be alone Mm -hmm. in my own energy Mm -hmm. I reached out to a friend which also happened to be Melissa (laughs) just let her know that I wasn't in the right I wasn't in a good space mentally and I just needed some space your one size fits all friend (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) I was also reaching out to to Kevin speaking of which we need to have a hard conversation about that I'm just kidding worked out well for me too. (laughs) and she she said she was available to me if I needed to talk and just knowing I actually didn't reach out to her to speak I I needed to be with my own thoughts in and process but knowing that I could have called her moved me to tears and it helped me move energy in my body and it felt so good I had this really beautiful energetic release Mm -hmm. and then if any of you listening know me, I got myself out into the woods. Like that is my happy place. That is where I need to be to come back home to myself. Yeah. It is, that is like the magical, um, the, the magical elixir of listening to the, the river flowing, holding my hands to the earth, feeling the moss, standing in a little stream like all of these things really helped move my energy mm. my kids and just watching my kids play you know like got myself back to presence 
what is true for me right now. Yeah. Those, those were the real tangible ways that I helped move the energy through in this case. I think it is also, this could also be an opportunity to talk about some unhealthy ways I've dealt with conflict in the past. And oh my gosh, um, Melissa and I've also talked about this and we've, we've realized that we're kind of similar in this way. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> um, when dealing with my husband specifically in conflict, he, he tends to go quiet and I tend to get a little bit loud yeah. and S- same, same. <laughs> and it drives me nuts that he goes quiet. And so I get louder and almost try to, well, not almost try to provoke him to react so that I can get some sort of some energy moving, something, some resolution to happen. Cause I like to move through these things quickly. I'm a slow yeah. processor in a lot of things, but with conflict, perhaps because of how I've been hurt in the past with the exact same thing that Melissa spoke to that ghosting and saying something maybe I shouldn't have and then never hearing from that person ever again yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like not being able to make a mistake in in a friendship is really really difficult yeah because um, we are humans and we're not always going to get it right and yeah so getting poking the bear <laughs> trying to get that reaction just to make something move yeah is definitely another way I've I've moved through through these situations yeah not in a healthy way you know sometimes I think I like agree and disagree there like I feel like it's not necessarily that unhealthy to poke the bear because like you said it's like the energy's got to go somewhere you know, as long as you're not being abusive and, you know, traumatizing, (laughs) I think sometimes a healthy fight is a good thing in a relationship. Sometimes being able to just speak aloud and, and, and say your piece, like sometimes that's the way to move energy. I think, you know, um, but you know, there, I, I think different situations are, you know, different obviously, but, um, I I think for me, like the unhealthy way would be completely like shutting down, not talking about it, kind of like the opposite, right. Of what you were saying is really helpful for you, which happens to be really helpful for me as well as like getting out in nature is like letting the earth, letting mama Gaia, like really absorb that energy, transmit it, alchemize it. Like, yes, yes, yes. As soon as I get out into nature, when I'm moving through anything, I feel I feel the cleanse. Like I feel that energy moving through me. It's mm-hmm. palpable. Um, it's wild. How it's quick. wild. It, it, it's like, for me, it's so, so quick to make yeah. a shift. And the my, moment I'm like out there. Yeah. And Jim knows, like, he knows this about me. Like, he's like, let's go. Like we're going for a hike. We're going for a walk through nature. Let's go. Um, so it's like, he knows, like it, it, it can be felt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there are times in my stubborn nature where I'm like, man, I just want to like mope about this. I just want to like stew on it. I just want to like mentally figure this out and play this pretend conversation in my head. And I really want to like give into the martyr. You know, I think when you don't do anything and you stew and you create conversations in your head and you figure out what you need to do, maybe I'm just going to roll over and, you know, 
just let this go. Maybe I'm going to like freak out or maybe I'm going to end the relationship or whatever. It's like we spin out. That's the worst thing that you can do. Like let yourself. Sorry. I was also, I totally cut you off there, but um, I was also going to say like, um, or you end up shutting out everybody. So you end up letting it hurt other relationships. Exactly. Like I can't, it's really hard for me to just like close the door on my bedroom and just hide for the day when I have four kids, you know, like, but that could have been really tempting for me to do the other day, you know, but that would end up bleeding into my relationships with my family or turning to the cupboard and overeating (laughs) or drinking, whatever you're like not eating, you know, like there's so many ways that this has shown up for me in, in negative patterns. And, and I like what you said about how perhaps that isn't the, the most unhealthy thing about sort of poking the bear and, and allowing things come to the surface. I appreciate that. I'm going to make Jose listen to this podcast. No, just yeah. <laughs> listen to that. But it, but then it's but then it would be different. It would be different if you have a situation with someone else, and then yeah, and then you dump on your partner or you dump yes. on your kids. Like that's where that's messed. That's unhealthy. Yeah, that's, that's unhealthy. unhealthy. And I I have been I'm guilty of that. Like that is something that I have to really watch myself. Is that I don't let that energy take on other people's energy and then dump it on somebody else because that's not fair. And so that's why it's like being really, really proactive with yourself Um, because it's a lot of energy to hold, especially when the energy is not yours. It's not a a constructive or pleasant energy. It's like, you Mm got to know how to course correct. You got to know where to put the energy. And um, it's exactly that. Like you, you start to dump on other people, you, you know, go through a, have a party in the cupboard, whatever it might be. And it's like, oh, guess what? You just abandoned yourself. Oh, guess what? You just, you're punishing yourself. Yeah. For something that may not even be yours. May not even be yours. And then, you know, I think it's worthy to bring up, like, we're talking about like kind of the silent treatment, which is like mm-hmm. silence is so deadly. Like it's, it's yeah. energetic death. <laughs> um, yeah. You say a lot with no words, but if you're maybe on the opposite side of the spectrum and dealing with somebody, or you are yourself like lashing out, like that's a different kind of energy that you might take on. And that's like mm-hmm. an anchor. That's almost like a rage energy that also needs to be processed. It needs to be sent into the earth. It needs to be transmuted, alchemized. It has to go because again, that energy stuck in our bodies is poison. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. It's just as bad as ingesting chemicals and you know, too much alcohol and whatever, like it's just as bad. So this is like not to be, maybe this is actually the Yoni code here. Mm. Energy that's not yours. That is not meant to be yours must be alchemized. alchemized. Jinx. Jinx. You owe me a Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's... (laughs) I love how we can make so much light out of something that's pretty um it can be kind of heavy this topic yeah um but we always like to laugh while we're moving through things too and I think that's also a way for energy to move our bodies through laughter 
Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really potent. And I think that is the only code is that, yeah. Energy that is not ours needs, needs to be alchemized and we cannot take it on as the martyr. No, we otherwise have because to stop that shit. <laughs> we have to stop that shit, and otherwise it becomes a weapon that we use against ourselves. Mm-hmm. And this is why the martyr is unhappy. This is why the martyr feels like nobody understands her. This is why the martyr feels burnt out. This is why the martyr holds everything that she does over everybody's heads. You know, I do this. I do so much. I take care of this. I do this. I am constantly giving and, 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 and opening myself for everybody else. And I don't get the same, the same, you know, courtesy when I need it. And it becomes a weapon because it makes you angry. (laughs) It makes you, it turns you into something that you're not right. So Ooh, this is like so much. And I, I feel like there's just one more exercise that I wanted to share because this popped up. And yeah. I think again, like this isn't about not feeling your feelings and not feeling the rage or feeling the anger or feeling the angst or anything that comes, the anxiety that comes up when these situations occur. I think a healthy practice is to, in a controlled way, allow that anger to come out. So it could be like free writing for 10 minutes, like giving yourself 10 minutes to like, just get that hate out, (laughs) like just get that negative energy out, but give it a container so that it's not spilling over. And once that's done, burn it, burn it, you know, destroy it somehow. Um, and, and then go out into the woods, right. And put your, your feet in the stream. But I think it is, it's worthy to know, like, don't just, ignore that that part of it because that's also asking to be expressed I'm so glad you actually said that because that is something that I also did I forgot to mention that yeah 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 I did write I did write a letter that I didn't I shouldn't burn it but um I will um (laughs) and yeah that is something that I that helps me move through it was right was right so um yeah thank you for mentioning that it's so such a good one or if, if writing isn't your modality, screaming into a pillow, <laughs> you know, like yeah. yelling, um, you can get it out that way as well. Um, like using swear words, whatever you need to say, like say it out loud. I think that's well, the piece. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Another thing that I, I have done too, is like actually bringing it to my partner and just saying like, Hey, are you in a good space right now for me to just vent for like 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. Something's mm-hmm. on my mind. I need to get this out. And then that way it's like, okay, no, now is not a good time. Or yes, I have capacity for that. And then it's just like, he just gets to listen and I get to just voice it out and it gets to be heard. And it's not about fixing it. It's not about talking back and forth endlessly about it. It's just like, getting it out, venting, and then again, closing that book it's out. And now I'm going to go do something constructive and nurturing for myself. I love that. I love that asking for permission and saying, Hey, can you hold this right now? I really, that's, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so guilty. Like (laughs) it's like an (laughs) MO for me. Like I, I don't do this as much anymore, but definitely in my past was just like, this is going to come out one way or another and you're, 
in my eyeline. So here you go. Yeah. And Jim's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, you you end up like say say you don't you don't alchemize these emotions, and instead you come down and you see the the sink full of dishes, and suddenly that's the problem. That and you yes, trans- you know, you transmute the problem to something else or. Yeah, the cat has a hairball or some shit, and you like go ballistic. Like, what? Yeah, your <laughs> kid doesn't sleep through hit. the night. Okay. Yeah. It's your fault because you don't know how to sleep through the night. And yeah, I'm tired and I'm angry <laughs> now, baby. Totally. Um, and this is why it's so important that we put yeah. in place these healthy practices. Yeah. To and and know that we're not going to get it perfect that this is an ongoing process that we are always going to be needing ways to move this people pleasing martyr energy it it's it exists in in most of us i would have to say yeah well you know it you've seen your your mom do it or your grandma or your aunt yep. or somebody close to you somehow you picked up some aspect of it Yes, there's probably people who have maybe moved through it for sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it we're not perfect, right? These things have a way of, of, the other thing to note is like, we're not dealing with this every single day. So it's not a muscle we're flexing every single day. So, it's true. you know, you can process this and then something happens and you think you're equipped to deal with it. And then you kind of surprise, like you said, you're like, I was kind of surprised. Like I thought I did the things, but then all of a sudden this other thing that I wasn't even considering kind of pokes his head up. So totally. patience. in the process of standing up in the process of not being a martyr, I ended up being a martyr falling into the, <laughs> falling into the trap afterwards yeah. it was yeah it's kind of a trip yeah so transmute that shit come back to your energetic sovereign standards know what those energetic sovereignty standards are for yourself and, and stop absorbing what's not yours yeah i love you yeah yeah we'll see you guys next week bye-bye cool bye Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.